0: The following is paid commercial programming. Third party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investment goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008, referred to recommendations made by by principles, principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at NMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. NMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting NMWKM Advisors LLC. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters and here's your host Ken Morey. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We're in the money. We are in the money. The skies are, the skies are sunny. An old man recession, you are through, you have done us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Moray. And of course, I am your host, Ken Moray. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning, So we talk about social security, estate planning, income taxes, the stock market, inflation, the bond market, uh, you name it, we talk about it and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And this week's going to be no exception because we have a fantastic show lined up for you. But before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Moray, the host of Money Matters with Ken Moray why thank you jack and i am uh, also founder and senior retirement planner at retirement planners of america i love it yes i do and uh, we are uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning so we work primarily with people who are over 50 who are retired or retiring soon and if that is you we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you our website is rpoa.com com and also uh, recently uh, Barron's named moi your faithful host actually they did it eight years in a row named moi as I said I love to use French on this show it's a cultural experience Uh, one of the top 100 financial advisors and uh, without our beloved and most valued clients we'd be nowhere so all you clients we love you we thank you and uh, so let me go over with you what we're going to talk about on this our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning so first of all You may have heard or not a term, a name, Tina. And do you know what Tina means? Mm, Well, you should. If you're an investor, you should know what it means because sometimes it means danger. And so we're going to talk in our first segment about uh, where we are right now. As you guys know, we had our fearless forecast of Dow 35,000, and we eclipsed that. And I'm going to stick with that for the year. uh, Even though we've gone past it, I'm going to stay with 35,000 for the year. I don't know how much more there is uh, ahead of us, given you know the Delta variant and all that. Uh, But I also want to talk in the first segment, I want to tell you what Tina means, because you need to know, in my opinion. But also, we're going to talk about um, what could derail all the good stuff that's been happening in the Dow and the, and the S&P, uh, and, and there are three things. There's the economy, the Fed, and of course inflation, and is it transitory? So we're going to talk about that one because that I think is the linchpin. Now also uh, this week we're going to talk about 529 education sa- savings plans. Okay, and are they for you? Because uh, you know, if you want to help a youngin uh, get through school, this might be a way for you to uh, do some tax-free investing, get some tax-free dollars out to them. And there's a lot of tax advantages to it. There's some estate planning advantages. It's like chock full of advantages, so it's worthy of being talked about on this show. Now, also, as we do every week, we're going to talk again about how to maximize Social Security if you are married. And uh, you guys are great. You send me your questions and I endeavor to answer them. And so you make my life easy. I don't even have to make these questions up. You can just uh, do them for me. So my email address is ken at rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And uh, you can send me your questions and I'll do my best to answer them. Um, also, I want to talk with you this week about when is cash the best investment? And, you know, cash right now is paying practically nothing. So most people would say it is a bad investment. But there are times when cash is king. And I'll give you an old uh, uh, Ben Franklin quote, which is, a penny saved is a penny earned. And so I'm going to leave you with kind of a teaser on that because the philosophy that we have in our firm, is that protection of principle is number one. Okay, growth is important, surely, and we want to grow. We want to do all that, but protecting what you spent your life building—that's going to provide you with your retirement income. We believe that's that's the most important thing. So we're going to talk about when cash. When is cash the best investment? And you know what, Jack? Most shows would actually stop right there. I mean, most shows would say, hey, if we did just that, we, we've done more than a listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. <laughs> But on this show, do we stop right there? Of course we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before, and therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. And this is when we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about uh, the burning question that I think has been keeping you guys up at night, and I want everybody to have a good night's sleep, so I'm going to answer it for you. And the question is, do do you need a living trust, okay? I'm sure somebody has pitched one at some point or you've thought about it, and so we'll talk about what are the pluses and minuses, who should have it and who shouldn't in our view, all right? So we'll have that for you at about 10 till. So we're going to dive into the show, but I just got to tell you, I'm an excited person right now, uh, in case you can't tell. <laughs> uh, in the next three weeks, a lot of big stuff is going to happen in our family, Uh The first one is that this uh, next week, my middle daughter is going to get married, and uh, she lives in New York, and we're going to the wedding, and that's all very exciting, and we're very, very happy. He's a wonderful uh, young man, and uh, they seem to be very well-matched, and we love it, and we love their parents, and it's all great. So we're very fortunate, and we're looking forward to going there for that wedding, Uh, and then two weeks after that, our first grandchild is due. And uh, that should be—it's uh, uh, it, going to be a boy, but my daughter will not tell us the name, so she's keeping us in suspense. <laughs> no matter no matter how much we beg her, cajole her, bribe her, she will not give us the name. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. But so the next three weeks are big, very big for for our family. So let's talk about uh, who's Tina, and, and why should you care? Well, Tina stands for the. Uh, there is no alternative. So right now, in our, in, my, in our view, the reason why the stock markets are doing so well is – or part of the reason is that there is no alternative. It's TINA. So you know, if you look at what's going on right now, the Fed, Federal Reserve, has got interest rates so low that bonds are not making any money. You know, Cash investments are not making any money. It's very difficult to make any money anywhere other than in equities. And then you couple that with we have a growing economy Coming out of the, the uh, pandemic and the big bad recession we had, and hopefully it'll, it, it, won't, it won't dive back into the downs of that with the Delta variant, but be that as it may, the economy seems to be coming out, seems to be healing, we've got growth happening, profits are coming online, people are going back to work, all those kind of things, plus very low interest rates from the Fed and massive stimulus from the Congress. You combine all of that, and it's a recipe for there is no alternative than stocks in our view. I mean, where are you going to invest right now that's going to do what stocks are doing? So what's the fly the ointment? What could cause this whole thing to collapse? Well, the third part of all of this is that inflation. And as the Fed has said over and over and over and over and over again, It's transitory. Everybody calm down. This inflation is going to go away. It's just because we have a mismatch between the supply chain and demand, and it's all going to take care of itself and all that. The market right now is buying that argument and saying yes, and we've seen evidence that, in fact, that is what's happening. However, what does transitory mean? What if it takes two years for this inflation to go away, and and is that transitory? Because a lot of damage can happen to the economy, to the consumer, uh, to a lot of businesses if this kind of inflation sticks around for two years. So what is this transitory? Can you give us a timeline, uh, Mr. Powell, Chairman of the Federal Reserve, on when does transitory end and when does it become actual something we should worry about? But be that as it may, right now, we tend to agree, based on the data that we've seen, that uh, much of the inflation is transitory, meaning it's healing itself as the economy recovers. And if that is the case, then a growing economy plus the Fed saying they're not going to get in the way. Uh, people going back to work, profits starting to rise. You combine all that together, and uh, we, we just see more new all-time highs going into the, the rest of this year and the uh, first half of next. Now, having said all of that, uh, there's an old expression that says that trees do not grow to the sky. <laughs> okay, there's a point where no matter how good things are, you've reached the, you've reached the top. And when that happens, usually uh, human beings tend to be emotional and tend to overshoot the top. And when that happens, then you get a correction, and sometimes it can be significant. So the things to watch out for, in our view, are, is inflation transitory? And is the market overshooting, given all this optimism and Tina? Now, in our view, if you are retired or retiring soon— The most important thing is to protect yourself from a big bad bear market. You know, there's this thing called sequential risk. And what it means is that when you experience a loss is extremely important. And many studies have shown that if you experience a large loss early in your retirement, It will impact your ability to support the lifestyle you want for the rest of your life. So, experiencing losses early, sequential, you want it later in life or not at all. And in our firm, we have a strategy. It's our invest and protect strategy, which said to sell in November of 2007 before the 2008 crash, and also told us to sell last year when we had the pandemic on March 10th, which actually was the day before the WHO announced that we had a pandemic. And our strategy is designed to help avoid big down losses which can significantly impair your ability to retire if if you're within five years, or to stay retired if you are already retired. Okay, no so, doubt about it. Yes. So our website is rpoa.com and if you go there, I encourage you to uh, uh, subscribe to the show. You can We podcast it every week so you can download it to your device and uh, you can do that on all the major streaming services or you can go to our website, again, rpoa.com. Uh, while you're on our website, you have lots of other uh, uh, resources available to you. One is you can, we have videos on our strategy. We have videos on social security, on, on multiple topics we have articles we have uh, so if you're a a visual person we got that for you if you're a person likes to read we got lots of stuff to read and if you like to listen we got lots of stuff to listen to you can spend hours on our website i promise so if you go there you can do all of that educate yourself but more importantly sign up for our upcoming seminars Uh, These seminars are coming up on social security maximization, on investing. Now that we're coming out of the pandemic, it appears. How do you plan for retirement? All that kind of stuff. No charge, no obligation, and designed for those of you who are over 50. Okay, So if you're over 50, retired or retiring soon, all of that is designed for you. So our website is rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about 529 education savings plans. Are they for you? So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am and I want to talk with you now about 529 education plans. Okay, and the reason why is because there have been some recent changes to it that I think have been uh, positive for th- those plans with the uh, you know with the pandemic and all of that last year. And uh, so there are basically there are three major areas where um, 529 plans. Can provide benefits one is from an estate tax standpoint okay so meaning that you can make very very large gifts to the 529 plan So that you can provide for your child or your grandchild or some other member of your family uh, for their education, and it it is uh, not included in your. It it reduces the size of your estate and therefore reduces your estate tax potentially. So that's the first thing that's really a a nice thing for those of you who are, uh, you know, wanting to leave something for your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs. uh, The estate tax benefits of the 529 plan are, are pretty significant. So the amount that you can give into a 529 plan each year is $15,000 per person. So that when I say per person, per donor, right? So if you're married, you can double up on that and make it 30,000 that you can put in. Now, the big thing that makes it very interesting is that if you, if you have the means to do it, you could actually put in 75,000. You can put in five years worth of the gifting amount into the 529 plan. And none of that is a taxable gift to you, Uh, It reduces the size of your state, as I said before, and it will then now be inside of the 529 plan, which grows without being taxed. And if the money is taken out and spent for education, then it also is distributed tax-free. So there's some significant advantages there. Now, the other thing also is that, as I mentioned, last year they changed some of the rules, and what they made it was that – Before it was for higher level education. Well, now K through 12 also applies. So if you have a a youngin', a real youngin', (laughs) you have a grandchild that's, you know, five years old or something, and you want to put money into a a, a plan, that would be something that you might consider. Now, the other uh, thing that is very interesting about it is that you have flexibility. So if the child that you want to get the benefit of this, let's say you have, you know, this grandchild, and you put the money in there, and then they don't go to college, they don't go to school, okay, it never gets spent. That money can be diverted to any other member of your family who wants to use it for education as well. So it's very flexible. Uh, You retain complete control as the account owner, okay, rather than the beneficiary. So the the beneficiary, the child, does not have control over that money. You do as the account owner. You can change the beneficiary, as I mentioned, to another family member if you get mad at that child and you just don't want them to get it anymore or whatever it could be. Um, And so if you take it all as a package, It has its benefits. Now, let me give you the downside. The downside is that once the money goes in there, you're subject to the government, (laughs) you know, and all of their... Uh, I'll, you, you want a word? They're peripaces. Uh, they tend to change their minds about things, you know, and they tend to decide that things are taxable or not taxable after the fact. Uh, they tend to change laws and make it less beneficial. And so all of a sudden, you know, you've got money in these accounts and they're sitting there and, and you're, you're getting the, the rug pulled out from under you. Uh, the other thing also is that if the money is taken out and it is not used for education then there are taxes and there are penalties and other things like that so there's there's a lot to think about when you when you do that but if if you are inclined and you know i have a a new grandchild coming uh in and as i said in about three weeks a grandson um and so i'm actually um, considering very strongly uh doing a 529 education savings plan for that grandchild if you do it right after they're born uh, you know, the money can accumulate over a long period of time, and uh, you can accumulate a nice sum to help pay for their college. So I'm actually uh, seriously considering doing that myself as a grandparent. So there. <laughs> if it's good for the gander, it's good for the goose, right? So um, now one of the things that uh, I want to offer you is that if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. And by the way, I just want to repeat, we, we um, podcast this show. Uh, so if you want to subscribe to it and have it downloaded to your device, you can do that on our website, rpoa.com, or you can go to the streaming services, uh, iTunes, etc., and uh, you can do it there, um, and uh, you'll get the show downloaded to your device every week. So Shazam. yes, Gomer, isn't it wonderful? Um, now, if you go to our website, rpoa.com, one of the things that you have available to you is you can click on Meet with an Advisor, and if you do that, then we we'll 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 schedule a time to visit with you either in person or virtually, whatever works out best. And uh, we will uh, sit down with you and help you to build your retirement plan. And we'll do it at no charge or obligation. And we'll look at uh, your budget. We'll look at your cash flow, your dollars in, dollars out, before retirement, after retirement. We'll help you make decisions on your Social Security, when and how you should take it. We'll help you with uh, income tax planning. We'll help you with your insurance planning. We'll look at your entire financial picture, help you to build a plan. And the beauty of it is that you'll be working with our retirement planner. So we're not going to dictate to you. We're going to work together with you to build a plan. You'll have pride of authorship. It'll be custom made to you. And uh, once we've got it all set up uh, or or built, we got the plan built. At that point, if you want to work with us, that is fantastic. We love it. We were so grateful. But if you don't, that's fine, too. There is no charge. There is no obligation. And we will part, friends. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And uh, Bogey is right; it is absolutely that. So, if you go to our website once again, it's rpoa.com, and click on "Meet with an Advisor." Now, also on our website, if you are inclined, we have uh, some seminars going on right now that might be of interest to you. We have one on uh, Social Security and maximizing your benefits. Uh, I've gotten a lot of very positive feedback from people who have attended that, and it's uh, it's going to be next week. We also have one on a, a broad overview of retirement planning that uh, could be a benefit to those of you who are beginners and. Those those of you who are sophisticated as well. We cover. We try to make it interesting for everyone. So our our website, once again, is rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to maximize social security if you are married. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Moray. This is the part of the show where we talk about perhaps the one topic that comes up almost in every client meeting, (laughs) and that is social security. And so in this segment, what I endeavor to do is to answer your questions. So if you have questions, email them to me. My email address is ken at rpoa.com, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll do my best to answer your questions. So here's my first question here. So I'm 64. Uh, my husband is 60. I have a minimal earnings record. Would I be able to claim my benefit now? And then when my husband turns 66 and files for his, can I then switch to claiming half of his benefit? The reason I want to do this is that my benefit is half, is less than half of his. And I, and I understand I can get half of his if we do that. So here's the answer is kind of yes. Okay. But not, not quite. So if you file now because you're 64, you will be able to get about 87% of your age 66 benefit. Okay. So the thing you have to be aware of is that you don't get half of your spouse's benefit. What you get is you get your benefit plus an additional that would be half. But if your benefit starts at 87%, then the amount you're going to get from your husband will not get you to the full 50%. Okay. You'll be lower than that. So just be aware that if you want to receive the full 50% of his benefit, you'll need to wait until you are 66 to file in two years. Be patient, unless you need the money, of course, and and then you can get your own benefit. Okay? Um, Let's see here. My wife is not covered by Social Security. She's older than me and would collect spousal benefit only. Okay? Can my wife collect spousal benefit when I am 62 With the understanding that her benefit would be further reduced as I am under the age of 66, is that even an option? Would she have to wait until I am 66 to file? Okay, so first of all, she can't file a spousal benefit until you file for yours. Okay? Now, you could file at age 62, but I wouldn't recommend that because that would leave you with a permanently reduced benefit, and then, upon your death, if you died before your wife, it would reduce her survivor benefit, okay? So neither of those are good things. So keep in mind that it would not reduce her spousal benefit, okay? As you suggest in the question, the spousal benefit, once again, is based on the amount you would have received had you waited until you're 66, okay? So only her survivor benefit is reduced. It's unfortunate when the, uh, you know, the lower earner is the older spouse, but there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> you can't get reborn and have a different age. Now, if, if that didn't make you, ladies and gentlemen, aware of how complicated Social Security is, you know, I've been joking recently with the Olympics that if there was an Olympic gold medal for complexity, I think Social Security would win it hands down every single time. And uh, the website, uh, uh, Social Security's website itself says that there are 9,200 combinations of uh, how you can uh, get Social Security. So which one's the right combination for you? Well, there's no answer unless you sit down with somebody that knows what they're doing, that's trained in this, and it can help you with that. And we have those people available for you. So if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. And uh, if you click on meet with an advisor, we'll schedule a time to sit down with you, and we'll help you to make Social Security decisions, okay? So we'll, we'll uh, help you to decide when, how, who, all of that, but in the context of a broad retirement plan. So we're not just going to answer your Social Security question. We're going to look at building a retirement plan that has Social Security incorporated into it. So it's a broad base. We're going to take into account your income taxes, your cash flow. We're going to take into account when you're going to retire, how much you're making, your ages, all your health, all that kind of stuff, and help you to build a a retirement plan with Social Security in it and help you to make right decisions. Now, this is all a no-charge problem obligation. Uh, so if we can help you fantastic and if not that's fine too. Okay? So you- I don't know how to say I thank you except I thank you. Well, Frankie, you are welcome. So go to our website it's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com and uh, we'll schedule it, and you can you can schedule the appointment. Now we can do it virtually or in person, whichever works best. And uh, we'll we'll look forward to meeting you and seeing if we can help you. And like I said, no charge or obligation. And we will part, friends, regardless of what happens. So rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about when is cash the best investment? Stay tuned. This is Money Matters. And I am Ken Morrafe when it comes to we we do a lot of things for our clients we help uh, we help you with uh, your income taxes your estate planning your insurance planning your social security planning um, I'm probably leaving some stuff out, but we, we, we try to cover the entire gamut, cash flow, we help you with your budgeting, and how, you, how much money can you spend, do you have enough to retire, all those kind of things we do, and, uh, and, and then we also want to uh, help manage your money for you, and our full, so to, to make sure that we are always being true to ourselves, we have a set of investment principles which I've gone over with uh, with you over the last few months on this show. Now, one of our investment principles is that growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. You're a persistent cuss, Pilgrim. I am very much so, Duke. Um, and we believe that because of a variety of reasons. I talked early in this show about sequential risk and how dangerous that can be. And if you didn't hear that segment, then you'll need to get the podcast. I'm not going to go over it again. But sequential risk is a significant risk to people who are retired or or who are retiring soon. And so making sure that you do everything you can to protect your principal from large losses, in our view, is, is an extremely important thing. Now, also, one of the things that's dangerous about having losses while you are retired uh, you know, in a bear market like 2008 or even last year or the one in Y2K, is that if you're taking money out while the value of your investments are dropping, then you are doing essentially what farmers call eating your seed corn. And if you eat enough of your seed corn, then when growth season comes, you may not have enough seeds left to plant. So think about it if you're taking money out, to live on and you need a uh, hundred dollars let's just use easy numbers so you need a hundred dollars to live on and your investment is a dollar a share so you sell a hundred shares and you get your hundred dollars that you need that month well next month you need another hundred dollars but guess what because of bear market uh the everything went down and all of a sudden the shares are now 50 cents you still need your same hundred dollars so how many shares do you need to sell now well, the answer is you need to sell 200 shares to get your same $100. So the risk of continuing to live on your money while your investments are falling in value is essentially, as I said, you're eating seed corn. You're taking money out as as it's dropping, and it's a double whammy, and it, in my view, it's a recipe for running out of money. And we can we, we can actually demonstrate that you could run out of money in, in the course of eight or nine years. It's, it's very possible. So therefore, protection of principle in our view is extremely important. Now, how do you do that? And I get asked that a lot. You know, so Ken, you, you, you got all your clients out of the market, and uh, you know, in 2008, where'd you put the money? You know, last year, in, in the when the pandemic when the pandemic hit, you took everybody out. Where'd you put the money? Well, there's two places. Uh, one is in government bonds. And we believe that that's the safest investment in the world, is backed by the full faith and credit of the printing press that they have in Washington. Um, And so that's one area. But the other area is cash. And for most of you, what I mean by cash is a money market fund, okay? And money market funds currently, there's two kinds. Uh, We like the ones that are uh, um, insured through the government, so they have uh, government protection so that if bad things happen, your cash is secure. It costs you a little bit in your returns, but right now the returns are are (laughs) pretty much nil. So if you get a little bit less of nil than you got before, it's probably not enough to worry about. Uh, But when is cash the best investment? Well, you know, Benjamin Franklin once said, a penny saved is a penny earned. And, you know, in 2008, the stock market, the S&P, dropped from peak to trough. Uh, The S&P went down 57%. Now during 2008 because we owned no equ, we sold all of our equities actually in November of 07 so during the calendar year of 08 you know the clients that followed our advice had no equities so during that year in my view even though we made almost zero on our investments because we were sitting in cash and cash was paying nothing during that year we didn't experience the 57% drop that the S&P uh, had with it and the equities did and so in my view a penny saved is a penny earned. We made 57% that year, okay? compared To, to what hear the, you say that makes me love you, baby. Yeah, but more importantly, and I, and I say that tongue in cheek, but, but more importantly, um, a drop like that, can, it, it, like I said, if you're taking money out when that's happening, it, it can't be comfortable for you to do it psychologically in the first place. It's got to be terrifying that you're still drawing money out while your investments are falling in value. I can't even imagine how terrorizing that must be and how sleepless your nights are going to be, and, and how that lead balloon in your stomach is going to feel. And, and we don't want that for our clients. So we'd rather be safe than sorry. We'd rather get out and protect ourselves and get back in later. And if we miss out on some returns, we're okay with that. Okay, We have another uh, investment principle that says that our, our strategy comes with opportunity cost meaning that you are going to miss out on some returns. There's opportunity you're going to miss out on. But for most of our clients, I, I, I hope all of our clients, I would think that um, they understand that equation. And once you're retired, you're like, you know what? I can give up some of the upside if I can give up a lot of the downside. And if you agree with that, if that resonates with you, then join our family. Join our family of, of clients. We, we, we work with uh, thousands of clients across, uh, you know, across the country, and we're so grateful for that. And if you're not a client, you can go to our website. It's rpoa.com. We talk about our strategy. We talk about retirement planning. We talk about how conservative we are. But we believe that conservative investing is what's going to help make your money last as long as you do. And so that's why we, we operate that way. And that's that's our philosophy of business, and I think that goes a long way also to helping you sleep at night, right? <laughs> to have financial peace of mind, uh, knowing that there's a spot where you're gonna you're 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 gonna get out and protect yourself if you need to. And I think that gives gives me peace of mind because I invest the same way that my clients do. So rpoa.com is our website. You can go there and sign up for our seminars, visit with one of our retirement planners, all kinds of resources. It's rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about do you need a living trust or not? So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morave. Now, this is the part of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And, of course, that's called estate planning. And uh, I think that one of the least needed, most oversold estate planning vehicles, (laughs) and I'm not a lawyer, so what do I know, but in my opinion, uh, is the living trust. There are so many people that I met with that I, I question uh, you know, why they have a living trust. So I want to go over with you uh, why you should have one, maybe why you shouldn't, and all of that. But first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care. And though my pocket may be empty, I'd be a millionaire. And of course, it is Tony Bennett with Rags to Riches. And you know, the uh, estate taxes and probate and all that kind of stuff, it's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags, and we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. And this week, we're going to talk about the living trust and what it does, what it doesn't do, and help to give you some information on that uh, very topic, all right? So basically, let's let's first set the stage and, and describe what is a living trust, okay? So living trust, as the name implies, is a trust that you set up while you are living, Okay. This is as opposed to a testamentary trust, which is a trust that comes into being upon your death and it's your testament. So a living trust is one that exists while you are living. Now, the other thing that the the living trust is, it's basically an organizational tool. You're organizing your estate. And you're doing it because you know where all your stuff is, you know what it's all about, you know how to find it all, you know all your passwords, you know all that stuff. And you want to get it all ready and organized so that upon your death, your heirs don't have to go through and figure it all out and and get lost in the whole mess. Okay? So there's a lot of advantages of a living trust. Now, let me first say what a living trust does not do. Okay? So number one, a living trust does not save you one thin dime in income taxes. It doesn't. It's you, it's it's, it's, your, it's it's your social security number. Any taxes you would have paid before, you still will after. So that doesn't change that. Now, it doesn't save you one thin dime in estate taxes either. Now, the language in the living trust can do that, but you don't need a living trust to have that language. You can have that language in your will and not pay thousands of dollars for a living trust. So the notion that it's going to save you on estate taxes and all that... Is partially true, but you don't need the living trust to do that. The other thing that it does is, is uh, you know, this whole thing about it protects you from lawsuits and liability and all that. It doesn't do that either. Again, it's you. It's just, it's just a shell that is you. So why would you have it then? Well, there's, there's three reasons. One is privacy. Uh, you know, I remember years ago I had a client. Uh, this is probably 25 years ago, but uh, this client passed away, and he was a doctor in a small town. And I guess he was the richest guy in town. So after he died and he had a will, everybody wanted to know a doctor, who he left his stuff to and how much he had and all that. So there were all these weird names at the county clerk's office (laughs) that had checked out the will to go and read it and see who Doc left stuff to and how much he had. So if you're a privacy freak, then maybe a living trust would be for you. Contestation is another reason. Um, If you're concerned that you're going to have a member of the family contest your will and all that. With a living trust, it's pro—it's very, very, very difficult to contest that. And then finally, and maybe the reason to have a living trust is probate. And uh, for most of you listening to the show, probate is not an issue. Uh, in many states, probate is very streamlined and costs almost nothing. And so probate, uh, yeah, you want to avoid it if, if you can, but not always is it the big bad Uh, you know, monster that you want to avoid at all costs. That ought to keep the little squirts happy. (laughs) Yes. So uh, now one of the things that I want to mention is that if you uh, would like to visit with one of our retirement planners, uh, we would love to sit down with you and build a retirement plan for you. In the retirement plan, we will help you to do your estate planning. We will help you to do your income tax planning, your insurance planning, uh, your social security planning. We also want to help you with cash flow budgeting and figuring out, you know, how much you can afford to spend during your retirement. Retirement. we'll help you to figure out if you have enough to retire we call that your magic number we're also going to talk about how much risk you should take how you should diversify your portfolio we have a lot of great information that we'd love to help build with you we'll do it together and if you'd like to do that you can go to our website and you can click on meet with an advisor and when you do that, we'll we'll schedule time with you, either in person or virtually, whichever works best. And uh, we'll look forward to helping you get through that. Now, if we can help you, fantastic. And if we cannot, that's fine too. Either way, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. Oh dear, that's too wonderful to be true. Well, Dorothy, it is not too wonderful to be true because it is true. So our website, once again, is rpoa.com. Well, you know what? The show's over already. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as i have enjoyed making it for you we'll see you next week same time same channel bye bye everybody telling Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of the show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate Planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Morave or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has. attained a particular level of skill or ability.